Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hello there, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This eerie tale, Story Club members, might put you off watermelon for a while. It's one I call Nightmare. We shouldn't do that, Mel. Are you kidding? It'll be fun. Katie Higgins wasn't sure about her friend Melanie Walter's idea of fun. Stealing watermelons in the dead of night? Come on, really? Katie had invited Mel over for a sleepover. Since it was late July with warm nights, they pitched a tent in the backyard and put sleeping bags in it with plenty of snacks. They even had a fire pit to roast marshmallows and make s'mores with. It was like domestic camping. Neither one of them was tired, and after they were done talking about everyone in school and playing with their phones, Mel wanted to do something more daring. She'd seen a you pick em sign in the field next to Katie's house as her mom was driving up. Seriously, let's go nab some watermelons. They are my favorite. But that would be stealing from Mr. Danvers. Technically, yes, but he has a whole field of the darn things. I doubt he'd miss, too. But what about that legend? Katie said nervously. What legend? Well, I guess it was about a hundred years ago. There was this big old plow horse named Hilda. She was one of those huge Clydesdales pulling that big red wagon you sometimes see in those TV beer commercials. She worked the land for Mr. Danvers' great-great-grandfather. The mare was devoted to the entire family, working through rain, sleet, and shine, day and night. Then, this one time, Hilda stomped on a couple of rattlesnakes before they bit the farmer as he was walking up to them. This was when the mare was pretty old. She killed the snakes, but unfortunately, the old girl got bit herself and passed away from the venom. Since then, her ghost has been seen roaming the fields. There've been stories of trespassers being almost scared to death by a huge black horse with fiery eyes materializing from the mist and trying to run them down. Other people have heard a horse neighing or snorting when there's no other horses around. They've even smelled phantom horse droppings, and there isn't any livestock around for miles. Many have called her the Nightmare. Mel laughed. Phantom horse droppings? Seriously, Katie? It's not a joke. Since I was a little kid, my parents told me never to wander out to Mr. Danvers' property uninvited or Hilda would get me. You've probably also heard of the boogeyman, right? The stories that parents tell their kids so they're good and scared and won't do anything bad? You are aware of this parental psychological phenomenon, right? Of course, but Hilda isn't a scary story. She's real. Um, Hilda isn't real because ghosts aren't real. I bet the Danvers family made up that story for two reasons. One, to keep gullible people off their property. And two, to sell more watermelons. Who doesn't want to visit a haunted fruit field and possibly see a ghost? 
Hey, I'm not gullible, and I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I do believe there's some truth to the Hilda legend. Katie was feeling defensive. Why couldn't Mel just leave well enough alone? See, you messed yourself up right there. Mel pressed on. You said legend. Now let's be legends and go get us a couple of juicy plump watermelons. We can eat them right by the fire. The fruits of our labor, am I right? I don't know. Come on, scaredy cat. It'll literally take us 20 minutes tops. They wandered out of Katie's yard, through a grove of locust trees, and then climbed through the barbed wire fence that surrounded the Danvers field. They used their phone flashlights to search around the leafy vines where the watermelons lay. They found some, but many weren't quite ripe yet. As they searched, a low fog had crept in along the wet and muddy field. I'm guessing most of the ripe ones have been picked already, Katie said. Well, keep looking. I'm not going to leave without a couple of luscious melons. She picked one up. Hey, get a picture of me. Um, I'm not going to do that, because you're going to post it on Instagram and people are going to know we were out here, which is kind of not the point. I won't post it, I swear. Pinky swear? Katie said, holding out her pinky finger. Pinky swear. Mel held out her finger and interlocked it with Katie's. They shook. Now take the picture. I am ready for my close-up. Mel held out the melon, which was about the size of a football. She made all kinds of crazy faces as Katie snapped off some pictures. She laughed. Her friend, Mel, who was a pain in the butt sometimes, could definitely make her laugh. Then, Katie wasn't laughing anymore. What? Katie pointed. Look. The ground fog swirled in the field, and then slowly turned into the shape of a horse. A large horse. Two eyes the color of fire lit up in the smoky skull of the mare. It's Hilda! Run! Katie said, shambling toward the fence line. Mel tucked her trophy watermelon next to her like a football running back and sprinted after Katie. Katie's feet became entangled in the vines, and then she tripped. Mel, right behind her, fell on her friend. They were muddy and scared. The nightmare snorted and came tromping after them. The scream of the horse echoed through the field. It sent chills down Katie's spine. She'd never been so scared in her entire life. She got up and ran for it, but she didn't get too far when she realized her friend wasn't behind her. Mel was limping across the field. The ghost mare was almost upon her. Would the horse trounce Mel to the ground like she did those rattlesnakes a century ago? Katie ran back for Mel. Come on, hurry! She carried her hurt friend across the field. The ghostly horse was so close to them now, they could feel the icy snorts from the mare's nose down the backs of their necks. I'm just slowing you down, Mel said. Just go. This was my idea anyway. Friends don't leave friends behind. Now shut up. Katie gave it her all as she managed to get to the fence line. She helped Mel through. Then, as Mel was helping Katie through the wire, the mare was upon her. Katie vanished into the mist, screaming. Katie, no! Mel sat in the grass and cried. What had she done? If she'd only listened to the stories of the nightmare named Hilda, if only she had heeded the warnings. Now, her friend was gone. Poor Katie. Mel waited there all night, too afraid to move, looking for any sign of her missing friend. Then, in the steely gray hours of morning, Katie limped across the watermelon field, bruised, dirty, and battered, but alive, carrying something in her hand. When Katie crossed the fence, she dropped the rotten watermelon she had onto Mel's head. Next time, we just pay for the stupid watermelons like normal people, okay? So there you go, devoted listeners. Never steal from other people. And especially don't do it when there's ghosts around, human or animal. 
kind of just a bad idea in general. I was about to sip this watermelon-flavored seltzer water in the fridge, but now I think I'm gonna go for the blood orange one instead. <laughs> Can you believe that Halloween is coming up in just 23 days? How wickedly cool is that? It can be terrifyingly hard to pass the time when you're just so excited about something coming up. So while you're waiting for every Story Club member's favorite holiday to get here already, check out other great stories on the Go Kid Go network, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Capel, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or Flusville wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time. And of course, I better see you back here tomorrow for another eerie episode. Because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.